2: Hi, I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, Channel 13 Palm Springs. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, of Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kali for over 95 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. on August 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late Chief Pastor William Imhan Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the Shunnings, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. The church choir, under the direction of Assistant Choir Director Pohaku Carter, will start off today's Thanksgiving telecast with a bouncy and lively song, Thank You, Lord. They will be ably accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Pohaku Carter on the organ. The Lord has done so much for us in our daily lives. First and foremost, we must praise and thank the Lord for the salvation of our souls and the wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit. We preach the self-same gospel that Jesus preached on the shores of Galilee. The gospel of the kingdom of God is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. The church band, under the direction of yours truly, will play the song entitled, There Shall Be Showers of Blessings. Yes, David viewers, our Lord is good, and our Lord is faithful. It is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who can make the crooked paths straight and turn all our tests and trials into glorious victories. Our Lord and Savior will pour forth showers of blessings upon His people, who will stand and go all the way with Him. The Elsie will give the Lord all the praises and glory singing the beautiful song, Prayer of Thanksgiving. Doing her background music will be Christy Hahn on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, Associate Pastor Trustee Evans Broad Sr., and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitar, and Iris Locke on the drums. Prayer is the strength of the gospel. It is prayer that moves the hand, the mighty hand of God that moves the whole world. The Lord is our inspiration that motivates us to watch and pray. Pray to the Lord and let him have his way in your daily lives. Let him lead and guide you to the land flowing with milk and honey. You can experience his great wonders as you put your faith, hope, and trust in his hands.
3: tribulation the
2: The church choir will now perform their final number for today, entitled, I Want to Thank You, Jesus. We give the Lord all the praises and thanksgiving for the wonderful things He has done for us. He made the supreme sacrifice when He died on the cross of Calvary, so that we all may have the promise of eternal life. The words through this song are so uplifting. And if I had a million years just to thank you for the many ways that you have shown your love to me, I would just begin for I owe so much to you. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words on your television screen. Sally after will be playing the heartwarming song on her flute entitled, Thankful. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. He is our Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. He is the soon-coming bridegroom who will take us out of this synchronous world to this sweet by-and-by. We have so much to be thankful to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Associate Pastor Marvin and Sherlina Bing will not blend their voices to the song entitled, Let's Just Praise the Lord. They will be accompanied by yours truly on the piano. The lyrics to this song are so comforting and uplifting. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your love. We've been in heavenly places, felt blessings from above. We've been sharing all the good things the family can afford. Let's just turn our praise toward heaven and praise the Lord. At uh, this time, I would like to dedicate this beautiful song to a dear and faithful sister in the Lord, who is none other than Mrs. Elise Maddie. May the Lord continue to strengthen and bless you as you put your shoulders to the gospel wheel. Have a wonderful and blessed Sunday. We thank you
0: for your kindness, we thank you. blessings from above. Let's praise alone, Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's just lift our hands towards Him and praise the Lord. Just the precious name of Jesus is worthy of our praise. Let us bow. To heaven ways, when he calls in clouds of gold. praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let's, let's just lift to our hands toward Him and praise the Lord, let's, let's just praise
4: Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for a viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California. That These telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on jesuscomingsoon.org. And now concerning our scheduled gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At Okamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Original V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. L. Vario in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K.Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin.
2: What a joy it is for me to stand before this wonderful TV audience as I get ready to share another spirit-inspired sermon with you. Before I do, however, I want to form those of you who continue to send in your personal notes in praise of the choir, band, orchestra, instrumentalists, and vocalists, that your special correspondences are always related to our telecast participants as well as to our entire congregation. It truly pleases us to know that the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast of the Apostolic Faith Church, which originates in Honolulu, Hawaii, is appreciated and enjoyed by so many of you. Now won't you join me in the reading of God's Word and the message I have entitled, Thank You, Lord. When I wake up in the morning, I thank the Lord that He has given me another day to live. And every morning thereafter, upon awakening, I can say, thank you, Lord, that I can hear. Thank you, Lord, that I can see. Thank you, Lord, for my wonderful family. Thank you, Lord, for the daily food. Reading First 1 Timothy 4, 4 to 5. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Naked we came into this world, naked we will exit it. And finally, thank you, Lord, for the salvation of our souls, the greatest gift that God has given us. Reading John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. When we are born into this world, we have physical life which lasts until we die. When we are born again, we receive eternal life through that new birth. It never ends, for when our bodies die at the end of our physical life, we who have been truly born of water and of the Spirit and walking the light and enduring until the end will go to heaven to be with God and go on living that eternal life which we start here upon earth." Eternal life is more than quantity. It is quality also. It is the life of Christ in the believer. What is Thanksgiving anyway? Is it just falling down upon our knees saying, thank you, Lord, and other words of appreciation and praises to Him for a job well done? Thanksgiving is an act of giving thanks, an expression of gratitude, especially to God. Thanksgiving Day is a national holiday set apart for giving thanks to God, and it is celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November. Is our giving thanks only a yearly ritual? It seems that Thanksgiving should be a daily ritual rather than a designated day. Listen to 1 Thessalonians 5:18 18. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Therefore, the fall Thursday of November should not be the only day set aside to give thanks. We should be thankful for just for the breath of life. Just imagine if God woke up and filled our food cabinets only once a year. God breathed life into us as we read in Genesis 2, 7. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Yes, our God will supply all our needs through Christ Jesus according to his riches in glory. There are many today who don't even give thanks to God for the material things that have been provided for them. We must give God the glory for the homes we have and the automobiles we drive. Giving thanks in everything is a command of God. Thanksgiving has always been a day of special significance in America and many parts of the world. When the pilgrims observed the first Thanksgiving, they did so in the Spirit of God. We read Psalm 92, verses 1 to 2. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. These men, who were devout and prompted by the Word of God, pause to thank Almighty God, something that is lacking today in our homes, schools, businesses, and so forth. As we look back into history, we find there were many years when no Thanksgiving Day was observed. The pilgrims celebrated the first Thanksgiving Day in October of 19- 1621. From that time on, it was a regular custom to have one day a year set aside for a day of Thanksgiving. However, many prefer to use Thanksgiving as a day of gluttony and revelry, eating, drinking, and being merry, rather than a day for humbling themselves before God and thanking Him for many material and spiritual blessings that they know and enjoy. This Thanksgiving will find most of us in warm fellowship with friends and loved ones, gathered around a table filled with delectable dishes. With so much to eat, everyone will most likely end more stuff than the turkey ever was, vowing never to eat again. Yes, people have forgotten what Thanksgiving really means. Many think in terms of material blessings. For what value would material blessings be without the love of God, the love of family, And our friends, or with all the freedom to enjoy them. Many are saying to God, Thank you, Lord, but we no longer need you. We have everything. To the born-again believers who believe and know the truth, Thanksgiving is every day, not only one day out of a year. Many have been taught that Thanksgiving originated with the pilgrims of New England in sixteen twenty-one. The Bible tells us that the first annual National Thanksgiving Day on the record Celebrated by men in a nation was in all probability that which was instituted in about 1491 B.C. by Moses for the children of Israel and observed by them 40 years later. Israel's national thanksgiving day was like ours in that it was observed at the close of harvest and its aim was to give thanks for the bounteous harvest. It was a time for feasting and offering gifts to God and it included giving alms to the poor. It was called Pentecost because it came just 50 days after the beginning of harvest. The word Pentecost means 50. It was also called the Feast of Weeks. We read in Leviticus 23, 15 to 16. And it shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that he bought the sheaf of the wave offering, seventh Sabbath shall be complete. Even unto the morrow after the seventh Sabbath shall he number 50 days, and he shall offer a new meat offering unto the Lord. Thus, we have a biblical picture of a Thanksgiving day, the kind that is pleasing the sight of God because it signifies both an expression of gratitude by acknowledging and confessing with gladness and praise the benefits and mercies which God bestowed upon the people and a giving of alms and offerings as a thanks offering for blessings received. God wanted the children of Israel to have a time of praise and thanksgiving at every special occasion. We read Psalms 118:1, one, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Jesus taught the people to return thanks when he thanked God and broke the loaves and divided the fish to feed the multitude. He thanked God again when he instituted the Lord's Supper. The Apostle Paul emphasized the importance of giving thanks. When he wrote in Philippians 4, 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Many Christians bow their heads in restaurants and public places and give thanks for the food that has been placed before them. However, many are forgetting this custom. Everything we receive from God is good, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Even at Thanksgiving, only a few will pause to give thanks to God. We go on living from day to day, eating and drinking and making merry without any thoughts of gratitude. Let us hope and pray that as a nation, we will go on praising the Lord, remembering what King Solomon said in Proverbs 14:34: righteousness exalted a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. We should all pause despite our problems and burdens or blessings to give thanks remembering that it is God who gives us wealth and not we ourselves. We read in Deuteronomy 8, 10, 17 through 18, When thou hast eaten our food, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he had given thee. And thou shalt say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand had gotten me this wealth, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers. And it is this day. The great economic and material prosperity we are enjoying today is a gift of God. We are the richest nation in the world. The material blessings are good, but the spiritual blessings are more rewarding. Did not Jesus say in Matthew six thirty-three, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Seek, yes, seek the spiritual things first, and the material things will follow. There are many today who come during the night to seek spiritual blessings and witness the wonderful works of God during our divine healing services. They see devils cast out. At the mere mention of the name Jesus, asthmatics have been healed, lumps in the breast have disappeared, and a host of other wonderful working miracles have occurred while the applicants were being prayed over upon being anointed with oil in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Many after seeing the wonderful work of the Lord marvel at the power of God and acknowledge that Jesus is the healer and the mighty physician who has never lost a case. And truly, God has always been manifest in the very person, Jesus Christ. After seeing these miracles, many only came for healing, realized that they had to be born again, repent of their sins, and take on his name in water baptism. In the Apostolic Faith Church, we give them some very explicit instructions regarding being born again. Listen to John 3:5. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of water is to be baptized in water by immersion in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. To be born of the Spirit is to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, speaking in an unknown tongue, the only sign according to the Bible which confirms one has been filled with the Holy Ghost. Outside the name of Jesus, none can be saved. Acts 4 12 states neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Did you know the Holy Ghost was given on a day of Thanksgiving? What a great and wonderful Thanksgiving day gift it was. Don't you agree? No wonder Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 9, 15, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift, because Thanksgiving Day is associated with harvest. It is a reminder to us of God's great and blessed promises. Genesis eight twenty two states, while the earth remain at sea time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Thus, that first Thanksgiving Day After the resurrection of our Lord, or the day of Pentecost, which was the first Thanksgiving day of the New Testament church, was the actual fulfillment of a great promise which had been given to Abraham. We read in Genesis 15, 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Here God had him promised himself to Abraham and the fulfillment of it would be in Abraham's children, both according to flesh and according to faith. Galatians 3, 7 tells us, Know ye therefore that they which are of faith the same are the children of Abraham. And those who believe and have been born again are also of Abraham's spiritual seed. Therefore they are spiritual Israelites. David, in his psalms of thanksgiving, utter these words in 1 Chronicles 16, 8, and 29. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Psalm sixty-eight, nineteen, tells us, Blessed be the Lord who daily loaded us with benefits. even the God of our salvation, He not only loads us with benefits, but reminds us daily not to forget those benefits. What are some of the benefits we have received from the Lord? They are the salvation of our souls, the promise of eternal life, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the healing of our bodies and souls, and other benefits too numerous to count. As the lyrics of a certain song go, count your blessings, name them one by one, Count your many blessings, see what God hath done. Count your many blessings, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. Psalm 100 is known as a joyful psalm. We read verses one to three. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with thanks, with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. We make a joyful noise by clapping our hands in choruses when the congregation sings because we are a spirited and lively church, singing praises unto Him and shouting unto God with a voice of triumph. Therefore, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. The Lord wants to breathe upon every soul so that everyone can receive the Holy Ghost, which only He can give, and is given to them that obey Him. We read Acts two thirty-nine for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And God God is calling a people out of a people to form his true church, of which he is still the head. God is long-suffering and not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Immorality and corruption are still the rule of many today. These are perilous times, and though many have the form of godliness, They deny the power thereof. In other words, many believe in God, but serve the gods of this world, such as money, lust, worldly amusement, and so forth, making them lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. In these last days, in these days of uncertainty and confusion to all who have received the gift of his son, he also gives the gifts of peace and of joy and power and courage and hope. How can we understand and fully appreciate the abundance which we enjoy? Is there some way to measure the gifts that God has given us? The initial things that come to mind are usually those that we can see, taste, and touch. That is the material things. These are easy to measure because we can assign a dollar value to each of them. But if our thanks stop there, how shallow they'd be indeed. The greater gifts are endowments and benefits, which are difficult to measure because they are intangible. God gave us a gift, a blessing beyond our measure. In our behalf, He offered His Son, who paid for our sins at Calvary. Thanksgiving includes recognition of this very special debt that cannot be repaid. The Word of God tells us that the very goodness of God should lead us to repentance we should fall upon our knees and call upon his name. Thus we read in Philippians 2, 10 through 11, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Bowing of the knee has not come to pass yet, but it shall come to pass when Jesus Christ comes back to this earth to rule and to reign. When we speak of Thanksgiving, we come to the word generosity. One of the marks of a true born again, Christian. Some people think only of money, especially when the preacher speaks of generosity. And they tend to shy away from anything that is even remotely connected to the subject. But generosity includes more than making a liberal gift. What is generosity? It is the act of doing more than is expected of someone. When one does more, he has been very generous. Thus, to my viewers, I say, when you tithe, you do that which is expected of you. When you go beyond that, you may be called generous. Let us recollect some examples of generosity. Paul was a strict Pharisee who adhered to the law of Moses and cared for no one but himself and his narrow beliefs. After Jesus transformed Paul on the dusty road to Damascus, his life and heart were open to all men. He ministered to all classes of people. In one city, they stoned him and left him for dead. Later, he returned to minister to those very same people. That was indeed an act of generosity. Paul was so generous-hearted that he would do anything necessary to win souls to Jesus. Like his master and savior, Jesus, he generously gave of himself to others. And how about the good Samaritan? Do you remember the man who went to Jericho then fell among the thieves, was wounded and robbed? The Levite and the priests passed upon the road on the opposite side of the victim. But the good Samaritan went straight to him, saved the life of the man, and took care of him. The Samaritan was supposed to be a man who despised the Jews, but he showed his generosity by his loving attitude towards this man. He put aside all hatred and prejudices and generously gave of himself to a man who hated him. The Samaritan had the right spirit. Isn't that just like Jesus? Today a person can be calling for help and no one will respond. Jesus posed a question to a lawyer as we read in Luke 10, 36 to 7. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go, and do thou likewise. I say amen to that. And speaking about prejudice, there was no narrowness in Jesus. He looked with love upon Jew and Gentile, rich and poor, bond and free. He saw their needs responded, and responded to them, He gave himself generously to everyone. Jesus would stop to help any man who might have been in need, no matter what his country or creed. Let a sinful woman cry out while others may stone her. Jesus would lift her up and help her to lead a better life by instructing her, go and sin no more. Thus, viewers, if you want to follow him, you must bear the marks of generosity. Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Here's an important question for each of you. To whom are we to be generous? Sometimes we are tremendously ungenerous to the ones we love the most. Remember, charity begins at home. Why ought we to be generous? The answer is because God has been generous to us. He has opened the windows of heaven and has poured out his blessings upon us and our loved ones. Thus, TV viewers, Why not make your Thanksgiving complete by accepting Jesus as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord? We should make this Thanksgiving Day a day to remember by kneeling and giving humble and sincere thanks from the heart to God for all the bountiful blessings he has poured upon us. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. If you'd like to know more about God's word in the church and review these telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. To conclude our Thanksgiving telecast for this morning, our church band has selected to play a most befitting number which serves as a reminder to all to count your blessings.